Why is the body manifesting all this deep, deep pain? What is your relationship with pain? Do you feel that you on some level deserve pain? How has pain been a treatment or a punishment in your life? Maybe some degree of pain has become comforting for you because it's what you know. You know pain, you've been there, you've experienced it maybe all your life. Can you imagine yourself totally and radically pain-free? Welcome to Not So Chronic, a place where we discuss the real truth in healing ourselves from chronic diagnosis. My name is Sarah and I'm a self-healers coach for women who want to step into the healer and leader they are born to be. Think of this podcast as your radical guide in unleashing yourself from all the BS you were told and awaken yourself to your power, your worth, and your innate ability to heal yourself. Through our stories from suffering and diagnosis to real healing and transformation, we are the revolution. We are not so chronic. Let's talk about the real answers that you can't Google. Are we ready? So let's remember that all symptoms are expressions, alerts from our body. Fibromyalgia is not one symptom. It's not one thing that we can look for one single cause. Okay, so even the question, why do I have fibromyalgia, is not really the question because fibromyalgia is a name for multiple symptoms, multiple different symptoms that may all have different multiple causes. Okay, Um, as we know, fibromyalgia is just a name. It's a name, it's a label, it's a diagnosis. Okay, it's a diagnosing tool. It helps gather women together, label us all as chronic, incurable, right? So all these symptoms on their own, they really are just 21st century symptoms of participating in a normal programmed life. Yeah, it's normal to overwork, it's normal to work six day weeks, it's normal to devote all your time and energy maybe to your children, to your work, to your partner, Um, to your friends. It's normal to be on screens all the time. It's normal to eat food that's easy and accessible and full of pus and hormones and chemicals. It's normal. It's become normalized. Our life being out of alignment is normal. And so of course we scoff and roll our eyes if we hear that disease, chronic illness, diagnosis, symptoms are manifesting from things that we would consider normal right? Binge watching 10 hours of TV, like that's everyone's Saturday or Sunday, am I right? But um, when we awaken and we find out we're, we're misaligned, we're binge watching TV because we're distracted from our truth, our purpose, that we're not recreating and we're not manifesting. And um, this is an, an issue. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so why do I have pain in my shoulder one day and pain in my back the next? Yeah, because fibromyalgia, it's like the definition, the the widespread pain, it sort of comes and goes, it's there and then it's there and then it's somewhere else. Why are headaches there? Why sinus pain there? Jaw pain? 
waking up hungover? Why is the brain fog there? Why are, why am I so tired? Even though uh, maybe I slept, maybe I didn't sleep, maybe I slept. I remember there was one time when I slept for, I think it was about 14 to 16 hours. I slept through alarms. I did not hear them. And I just slept and I just slept and I just slept and I would wake up feeling horrendous, of course. And then we go through phases where we don't sleep at all and um, we get five hours or so and then the IBS and the flare is awful the next day for like a week. So I know, I know, I know, I've been here, okay? So I'm gonna break my answers down. Uh, my answers that we won't find on Google, okay? And this is gonna be an overview because there's so much knowledge here um, and the real knowledge, the hows, the healing yourself is my whole work, it's my life's work. And of course you can join us in the Self Healer Society, the membership where I teach and coach members, healing diagnoses like fibromyalgia, chronic pain, chronic fatigue. And of course you can reach out to me for my one-to-one -one coaching services. So we're gonna look at number one, fibromyalgia in terms of ancient medicine and philosophy and why it's manifesting. And number two, the body mind and the mindset of fibromyalgia. So here we go. So from this um, ancient view, a fibromyalgia case study is a holistic practitioner's dream right it's just so damn juicy there's just so much to explore it's not one thing it's not just pain it's not nothing like we're often programmed and brainwashed in conventional medicine there's just so much going on it's a project it's exciting it's like yes let's figure out how all these things are interconnected let's go there let's heal it you know, so let's say out of like 200 odd symptoms, let's say about 20 are predominant. I mean, all 200 probably are manifesting on and off, on and off. But, you know, let's not totally overwhelm ourselves right now. Let's, um, let's focus on like 20 or so symptoms, okay. So these symptoms, they each have a nature about them. For example, widespread pain in the muscles, in the joints this has a characteristic and i'm not going to go into all my knowledge of ayurveda here right now because of course you can just google that joint pain is a vata imbalance and if you're in that vibration you'll choose to go and work with a woman in healing in the healing arts who's an expert in this field like an ayurvedic practitioner or a medicine a chinese medicine practitioner yep a healing a healing woman who understands this characteristics of symptoms and illness you know and if you are that expert girl let's get you on the show sometime i would love that so yeah so we can what we can do is we can break down the symptoms and see their characteristics, their essence of each symptom. Because again, fibromyalgia is not one thing. Fibromyalgia does not have one cause, one um, uh, essence, one nature, one thing. It's just, we've got to stop calling it fibromyalgia even and seeing it as this like one thing <laughs> guys it's not one thing it's a name to just it's easier to call it fibromyalgia than it is to list off 20 to 200 symptoms but that's what we mean when we say fibromyalgia we mean all of these symptoms okay so um 
a symptom could be dry in nature. It could be cold. It could be hot. It could be fiery. It could be damp. It could be wet. Now, I know this can sound irrelevant if we aren't used to this kind of vocabulary, but it soon makes sense, I promise. For example, acid reflux, yeah, um, a, a common symptom with fibromyalgia that then gets diagnosed as IBS and something else because we live in a society where everything gets diagnosed and labeled. But acid reflux is hot, yeah, it's fire. That's its nature, hot and fiery. Okay, so feet that turn blue. There is a cold property going on there. Um, And if the blood is not flowing there to the feet, there is like an air quality, a lack of movement. Head colds, sinusitis, these are damp. They have damp, wet properties. Sinusitis, mucus, flu, bronchitis, you know, pneumonia, damp, wet. So from there, we can start to see how what we consume, what we do, where we live, our routines, our habits, our cycles, i.e. our lifestyle also has a nature. It might be dry, it might be hot, it might be damp in nature. Well, what does that mean? How can a routine or something be hot? well, let's take a routine that, that, you know, pisses me off. There you go. There's a, <laughs> there's one <laughs> being angry, right? So again, a really easy example is fire and heartburn or even burning body pain. Okay. We have a name for fiery people. Yeah. We call them hot headed chronic migraine. Anyone? Um, what else is fiery? We have impatience, yeah, lateness, getting up late, rushing around, now you're stressed out and you're having hot flushes, or maybe you're manifesting hot flushes, burning pain, heartburn, and you're consuming hot, fiery properties like ginger, like clove, like chili, like pepper. And what else might be fiery in our lives? So we're going around, we're eating some, um, some chili in our sandwich, where maybe we're drinking some ginger because we've heard ginger's good. And then we've got all this heartburn and this like burning pain. And then like um, maybe our boss enrages us, right? Our kids don't appreciate us and this pisses us off. People have a habit of walking all over you and you feel that rage. Your body attempts to assimilate and digest that. And it harbors within as issues in the tissues. Why does the pain move around? You know, in terms of that yesterday it was knee pain and now it's somewhere else. So like, yeah, like it's in the wrists. I remember having a lot of uh, pain manifesting in the wrists for a few days, but then it wasn't the wrist anymore. And then it was the knees and then it's the wrists and the knees together and all the muscles of the neck, for example, and all the muscles of the chest. So as we know, it's not growing or spreading, right? This is just fear, um, programmed fear. It's not growing and it's not spreading. What's happening is the pain is manifesting in particular areas of the body. And we can call these areas predisposed to illness and symptoms manifesting. And I'll go into that shortly. So what about the fatigue, the anxiety, more manifestations? Both chronic fatigue and anxiety have air qualities. And this is in the sense that air governs movement. Constipation is also in this category, blocked movement. 
And whereas fatigue is like over movement. Fatigue is burnout, it's exhaustion, it's restlessness, it's spontaneity, you know, air movement that leads to chaos and forgetfulness and stress, or maybe a total absence of spontaneity, and that prevents movement of that quality of air. And the body tissues become stuck, rigid, fused, yeah, stiff joints. Anxiety, so much air that you can't even feel your feet on the ground and one push and you fall over. So an Ayurvedic or holistic original practitioner, just like the conventional secondary practitioner, they cannot tell you in a sentence why you have fibromyalgia. I can't either, right? I can't tell you you have fibromyalgia because of this. But you know, it was a great title. But look, this is the point. This is the whole point. We're not here for the quick fix BS. We're not here to just like listen to one podcast, one episode, read one blog, see one post on Instagram that tells us how to heal, like in a sentence. And then it's like, oh, okay, cool. And then like, we're healed. Come on, we know it's not like that. We're not here to be spoon-fed healing because we know we're awake, our eyes and ears are open and we know this is a journey only we can do. We're open to learning, we're open to connecting with other self-healers and we know that this healing cannot be spoon-fed. Okay, we're here to gather seeds and then we get to choose if we want to plant them. So the seed here is that fibromyalgia is well understood in holistic medicine. It's well, well understood. So this whole delusion of like, no one knows what's going on, no one knows what it is, I'm incurable, I'm the medically unexplained, it's like just more victim mode, right? Because here's a wide open door. There are women in these arts, men and women, but I'm here to empower the women in healing who know about fibromyalgia, who understand it, who understand the relation, who understand why it's here, why it's there, why it's showing up, they understand. So we're awake now, eyes and ears open, we have this knowledge, we're not sleeping anymore. We can self-empower now. So this could look like, for example, reading a book, about this whole thing, about understanding your body, joining a class, empowering ourselves through wisdom, the natural cycles, you know? Hey love, if you're enjoying the show and you're ready to connect with self-healers, attend powerful coaching masterclasses and get access to restoring and revitalizing self-healing practices, head over to notsochronic.com. As a huge thank you for being here on the show, you get an exclusive Not So Chronic discount to join us in our membership, exclusive to Women in Healing, the Self Healers Society. You'll get all my best self-healing resources, group support, and powerful coaching all for you in your self-healing you and your work in the healing arts will be guided, supported, and celebrated. And you will have the chance to come on the show for women in healing ready to share their truth that healing happens. So head to notsochronic.com and join us in the Self Healers Society. Okay, my love, 
back to the show. I'll give you this one for free. So the hours between four and six in the morning, they have the quality of air, lightness. They're very cooling. And this is why I get up at this time. And this is why it's taught. Traditionally, this is the time for awaking. It's the time for meditation. Okay, it's very air, it's very light. Um, because the warm flames, yeah, of my own nature, if you haven't gathered yet, I'm definitely a pitta type, which is fire. Yeah. Um, my fire was heavily disturbed when I just continued to ignore the natural healing and natural way to like tune in with nature and my cycles and the universe and everything. So I was perpetually overheated. I would get up during a hot time, like 11, 12 o'clock with the fire already inside of me. Then I'd manifest more fire, you know, more pain. Then I'd go and consume a bacon sandwich and a coffee, which is fire upon fire upon fire. In this case, dead animal fire, dead, rotting, stimulant fire. And my body didn't want to assimilate this. And I don't blame her. Not to mention the bread that just, you know, glues itself to our stomach, more blockage, air can't flow, perpetual constipation, gripping, gripping, holding on, burning, fire, sweating, irritation. Now we're pissed off at our body. It just, my loves, it's all connected. Okay. So that was a brief overview. So next, I want to talk about the body-mind and the mindset of fibromyalgia, and again, an overview. If you're looking for this wisdom, my loves, come and join us inside the self Healer Society. That is what the membership is all about. That is what I coach. And in, you know, for personal one-to-one, if you're just ready, 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 that come and join my one-to-one waitlist. Okay, so we agree that the body is formed around lifestyle and thought patterns, okay? We can see that the upper back slouches, it takes on this new form when the lifestyle and the thoughts reflect that, right? So sinking in the heart, slumped shoulders, carrying heavy burdens, our body mirrors that, it's a body-mind, and we, we're all in this agreement, right? So in the same way, the formation of a collection of symptoms, like the name fibromyalgia, it has body-mind. Um, just like a shy person, yeah, who lacks self-confidence, they might form their body um, in certain ways. They might hang their heads out of like inner shame and embarrassment. They might even be pigeon-toed because they're so fearful of stepping on anyone else's toes that they literally bring their toes in. And over time with habitual patterns, they stand like that. Um, and other physical characteristics, we call this body language, okay? So what would give rise to the formation of something like fibromyalgia? Again, we wanna look at the symptoms because the nickname, yeah, fibromyalgia, it's not one thing, it's not a disease. So what in a way of protecting oneself and navigating long-term episodes, sometimes years of fear, of unease, of misalignment, that together form symptoms, and the symptoms are ways to protect ourselves so that we can continue navigating this fear and this unease and this misalignment because we haven't yet chosen to stop and to unsubscribe and stop choosing that. So the symptoms are showing up. Okay, let's look at pain. Pain serves to protect us in the same way it hurts when we burn ourselves, right? Um, that, that, ow, you know, that's hot. It's great, 
it's a great communication from our body. It guides us, so we drop the trigger, we let it go, and then we don't blister and we don't destroy ourselves. Um, sim- <laughs> the same thing, we've been continuing to hold on to the trigger in terms of chronic pain. We're holding on to whatever it is um, that we're going, ow, that hurts. We're holding on to it, we're clenching it. Um, there's a lot of resistance and reluctance here. And the pain gets louder and we tend to fall into the habit of ignoring it or covering it up because that's the programming there. And we didn't know that this pain was a necessary expression. It's necessary, it's expression. And um, we are safe now. We are safe and we can hear it now. If you are not safe now, sweet soul, um, position yourself in your life where you are safe. You get to do that for yourself now. If you're hearing me, we're on each other's bandwidth. Safety is your birthright. You are safe now. You can move yourself away from these dangers now. So the formation of perpetual fatigue, this looks like a body-mind perpetually drained and unenthusiastic about life, right? Like, do we wake up every day with a sigh and it's just tiring being alive? Like, let alone actually participating and like existing. So naturally our body tries to assimilate and digest this, this unlove with life. And it may or may not manifest as persistent fatigue or it could look like something else. It could manifest as something else. And we understand this, you know, given our awakening to holistic original medicine. So the mindset of fibromyalgia is really a mindset of these various symptoms because fibromyalgia itself is not a thing. Fibromyalgia gets diagnosed when there are several, several, several of these symptoms showing up. Fibromyalgia does not cause the symptoms Fibromyalgia is the name of the collection of symptoms. So on that note, the mindset might look like someone who eagerly collects symptoms. Am I right? Was that was that the same for you? Because it certainly was for me. And for those new to this vocabulary, like the word mindset, mindset does not mean made up. Nothing in the mind is made up. The mind is what creates reality. When we get triggered because the doctor or some person says the illness is psychological or psychosomatic, we get triggered because of our attachment and our conditioned understanding of what that means. So for example, we think psychological or psychosomatic means made up or not real. This triggers us because all we want is to be real. We want to be seen finally. We weren't seen in moments of our life right? This has created core seeds within, maybe a belief harboring within, I am unworthy. And this is not made up. This is not a psychological matter. If I was not seen as a child or a teenager, an adult, whenever, my body had to find a way to assimilate that, to understand that and digest it. My body is my best friend, right? and our bodies want the best for us. So it manifests these symptoms that then get diagnosed and labeled, and then maybe we get seen. It's helping us get seen. And interestingly, we are often just invalidated more and more 
um, we get so triggered by people who they don't understand us and we securely fasten ourselves into this victim mode. So you might not have been a victim when it began. This comes over time. We become a victim to the diagnosis because of the chronic diagnosis industry, the way it's set up, right? The way we are told that we can't heal, the way we're given false information, like our body being dysfunctional or it attacks itself, etc. And uh, you know, a body that still musters up the energy to still manifest symptoms because it's trying to alert you and show you the way into your own healing, well, that is a body that works very well indeed. What if it's your certainty that your body doesn't and can't work well? That is a mindset, that is a choice. You can believe that your body doesn't work or I mean, you can believe that your body does work. They're both believed and they both go on to manifest that reality where one reality is a body that doesn't work according to you and society and the other is a body that works like mine. So is any of that sort of stuff lingering there because it's just more conditioning? At some point, a seed was planted and that seed said, we're useless, we're hopeless, we're incapable. Okay, this might have come in all kinds of events. And look, none of this is about overanalyzing and figuring out who did it, right? Nobody did this to you. Nobody did the fibromyalgia to you. Nobody is the reason that you can point to and say, you did this to me. Your body is manifesting it. And now this is the part where you choose to learn how to forgive yourself, forgive them for whatever happened, Accept that your mind creates disease because your mind creates your entire life and go and heal yourself. And look, one final point on mindset, okay? Are you going around saying, I have fibromyalgia or I have this diagnosis and that diagnosis and I have this every morning and I have that every time I eat, I have that. And are you wondering why you keep on having it? because our words are that powerful. You don't have to have fibromyalgia. You don't have to have any diagnosis. What about that? So why do you have it? Why do you have fibromyalgia? Why do you keep saying you have it? Why have you claimed it? What is it giving you? This is all the mindset of fibromyalgia. So the entire body and every symptom has special meaning. I've memorized most of them because it's a language that just totally makes sense for me. Like dry, painful eyes, what am I refusing to see? Back pain, terrible back pain, am I feeling supported in my life right now? What, what am I taking on? Whose burdens am I trying to carry all the time? Brain fog, where am I lacking clarity in my life? What, what is so clouded, so covered up, so foggy that needs me to put on my big girl pants and see it? So my body doesn't need to keep manifesting this desire to be seen. The longing to be seen doesn't always manifest as chronic diagnosis, right? It could manifest in other ways. Um, think of ways that you, you know, choices and behaviors that really are just yourself trying to be seen, your hurts trying to be seen. Maybe um, in my case, self-harming and drinking. Yeah, on some level I was trying to say, see me. Um, dizziness and fainting was another 
another one of mine. So because look, it's about understanding your body. What is your body saying? Your body can't speak in words. So that's our job. So like, let's look at fainting. Okay, so in my experience, fainting makes the room of people like stop what they're doing and and see me, right? Because I've just passed out on the floor. And um, once I managed to manifest um, a fainting attack. Um, I was at university and my ex was like shagging around and I was deeply hurt. I was desperately lonely. And I passed out in the middle of a club and a big strong security guy swooped me up in his arms. He took me to first aid. I was like, I could feel that I was being lifted. I was like in and out of consciousness. And for about what, three minutes, I felt that sense of being seen and being rescued. Um, but then it was all shattered, you know, because they told me to get out and go home. And then there I was alone again, no one was there for me. Um, my body would have then manifested something else. Do you know what I mean? To try to help me get that, get that root, that core thing that I need to be seen, loved, cared for in my case. When I finally saw and rescued myself after all these years of dizziness, nausea, fainting, etc., I no longer manifest those symptoms. My body doesn't need to do that. I see myself, I rescue myself. I do it every single day. So the metaphysical reasoning within widespread pain, deep physical pain, a need for pain, my loves. Why is the body manifesting all this deep, deep pain? What is your relationship with pain? Do you feel that you on some level deserve pain? How has pain been a treatment or a punishment in your life? Maybe some degree of pain has become comforting for you because it's what you know. You know pain, you've been there, you've experienced it maybe all your life. Can you imagine yourself totally and radically pain-free? How would your needs to be seen or whatever your individual needs are? You're different to me, your needs will be different to mine. Sometimes we'll overlap because we're humans. But how would your needs be seen and heard and met? if your body no longer manifested these symptoms anymore. For example, I used to get a lot of love when I manifested a lot of pain. There's a lot going on there and there's a lot to say there. What I'm not saying is that I made it up or lied about it to get attention. What I'm saying is Getting attention is our birthright and it was a deep, deep longing of mine because I I experienced neglect growing up and in adult life too. Deep hurt. Attention is our birthright. Let's stop going around saying crap like they're just attention seeking and they just want attention. Of course they want attention. Everybody wants attention. Show me one child that doesn't want attention. We are all children. We are all our inner children. Of course we want attention. Of course we want to be seen, validated, heard, loved, congratulated. Of course. So if the symptom is in any way getting that for us, which is like a side effect, a sort of benefit that is subconscious, how are we going to still get that in a way that's healing 
if we don't manifest the symptom anymore is that it you know that is it um so this is our work this is our work uncovering digging up these core seeds and and finding finding out this is what being our advocate is all about being our own healer um and reconnecting with ourselves this is it this is the stuff you can't google this is you healing yourself okay so ask yourself why are you holding on to this diagnosis this symptom or that symptom this collection of symptoms why are you holding on to them ask yourself why are you manifesting them ask your body put your hand on your leg pain or the knee pain on the back pain um, on your head in the moment of some brain fog and ask yourself tap into your own innate intuitive abilities my love we are all on some level psychic and intuitive we are we really are now i've awakened to that in myself and i see all my clients blossoming as they reconnect to their bodies and become totally intuitive and understand their body is manifesting this because of this core seed this unhealed wound they heal they heal the wound they do the work they let themselves express themselves they let themselves take up space it's so beautiful to witness it truly is it's healing me when i witness my clients healing it really is magical and innate and birthright and for everyone okay my loves i hope you enjoyed this show and if you did remember to check out your not so chronic discount and join the self healers society over at notsochronic.com for powerful coaching masterclasses, self-healing practices, and real friendships with real women who heal themselves. We are the revolution. I'm Sarah. See you next time. And remember, healing happens.